the question that you're really asking is, the child wants to do something, you have advice on why it's not such a good idea. It might make him feel bad or, as you say, stupid um, as you're giving him advice. And we're talking about somebody who's a kid in pain. So we're not going to talk about regular kids right now who have ideas and stuff like that. We're talking about somebody who uh, is in a category of um, we're trying to save him not stable, someone using drugs to numb their pain and, and with a history of pain and abuse. So um, what I found is that when we, that when we give advice um, to children who are in pain, they don't react and respond the way that we would expect them to. If we were doing something, Whatever it is, personal, going on a trip, a business idea, anything in our lives. And someone came over to us and said, listen, I have an idea for you. I think maybe this is not such a good idea. I think you should do it this way. If it's presented properly, most normal, healthy people would say, wow, thank you. Even if it's a little constructive criticism, if it's done, presented properly, and it doesn't sip, it doesn't hurt us so much. We don't think they're looking down at us or they think we're stupid we'll probably be very thankful to get that constructive criticism. Even with adults and even with children that are normal, it's still a pretty sticky area because many times they think you're looking down at them or you don't understand them. Many times our advice is not actually purely for their good. Sometimes it's to save ourselves and sometimes it's from us being closed-minded and sometimes it's not Moshe Rabbeinu and Har Sinai giving pure advice and, and that could hurt them. And sometimes our advice is pure and wonderful, but it's making them feel stupid and, and maybe they won't respond. But okay, regular kids have resilience and they can hopefully get past that. We'll talk about that a different time. But when it comes to a sick person, what I found is that for the next month, two, year, two years, five years, as long as it takes, till they're stable completely. And then we could discuss how to treat somebody completely stable at a different point with it, who had a history. They're going to, at this point, going through this process, they're going to have, hopefully, dozens of bad ideas. Why do I say hopefully? Because there are many of them that are dead and they have no ideas. They have no life. They have no ambitions. They have no friends. They don't come up with anything, and that's worse. But they don't usually come up with good ideas. So our gut feeling, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to... Uh, spread this out a little bit further than your specific question, because as I told everyone, when you hear a story or a question, it's not about those details. It's the aside of what makes the, the KIP brain tick. What's our tafkid to create a healthy environment so they can get better? And what I've learned is that, first of all, when we give advice, or we try to encourage, or we try to explain, number one, most of the time, almost all of the time, they don't listen anyway. So I really never ask parents to give up on something that could work. It can't work. He's not going to say, oh, wow, you're so smart. I'll change this. I'll do it this way. Oh, I shouldn't go out 12 o'clock at night till 6 o'clock in the morning. Oh, it's dangerous to meet people um, from the Internet who have no face or have a fake face. Oh, this, oh, that. It's so scary. The stuff that they, oh, drugs is bad for me. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, thanks, Mom. You know, I, I should go to school. I should, I should have a career. I should build a future for myself. Wow, thanks, Dad. That's great stuff. Yeah, I'm going to start doing it. 
when you're dealing with someone who's brought up with all of these ambitions and all of these these ideas and concepts on on, on what's uh, a good life, physically safe, emotionally stable, spiritually building a, a, a beautiful life, and they abandon all of it, they're not going to become normal in any realm because you give them advice. They're going to feel, they don't understand me. They're going to feel frustrated. They're going to feel misunderstood. And that makes them feel alone. And that makes them feel unloved. And that makes them feel unliked. And that makes them feel worse. And then you have a bigger drug problem and a bigger depression problem and a bigger void that makes them more vulnerable to be targets by predators and to get involved in even worse friends and then theft and then all kinds of terrible stuff. Because it's all about self-esteem. So anything that, anything that we're going to do that's going to lower the self-esteem Whatever you think you could possibly gain, and we don't usually gain anyway. In our group, we realize that all the advice that people will tell you, oh, tell them this, tell her this, tell them this, tell her this. Why don't you tell them? Why don't you tell them? They don't know the sugya. You did. You did that already. It failed. It made them worse. Anything that you're going to do that's going to lower the NKN is going to give, give you a much bigger problem. But it's very painful and it's hurtful to a parent that I see my kid about to make a mistake. And sometimes a big mistake. I should say nothing. And the other option is you should do something and say something that's going to make them worse. They're not going to turn around and stop. Your power is only a long-term plan that's going to influence them to pick up their pieces. You can't. When a child is driving against traffic and they know it's against traffic, there's nothing you can do to stop them. When they're going against the Torah, when they're putting their life in danger, it's because they feel broken, they feel falirin, lost, they feel alone, and you're just going to make them feel worse. And then they're going to do it anyway with an extra feeling of anger, frustration, more drugs, more depression, more suicidal ideation. And that's proven. And you know this yourself because most people don't come to me on day one. So you've already tried all of this stuff. And the NKN gets lower, 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 lower. So now, in addition to all of their problems that you made worse, they now feel disconnected from mom and dad, and those kids are in a different class of danger. A stage four kid who feels mommy and daddy love me and like me and understand me and think I'm awesome and think I'm wonderful and smart and good has the highest chance to get out of this mess And a stage four kid who feels, my parents don't get me. They're always annoyed with me. They're always telling me why my brain that wants to do something is wrong. They're always telling me that they love me and they want to protect me. They don't, stifling me and choking me. I feel suffocated. I got to get out of here. I'm leaving as soon as I can. That's that's the problem with extreme cases. They're either going to feel completely embraced and loved and understood, or they're going to feel rejected. It's very, 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 very slight chance. It's very difficult to be in the middle. I would say it's almost impossible. In extreme situations of kids who are traumatized as children, who already dropped out, who already are failures and losers and not matzliach in the world, not successful in anything, you're going to be either in their life or out of their life. They're going to feel understood or misunderstood. They're going to feel liked or not liked. 
loved or hated. It's going to be extreme. So it sounds like Hold on. in our case. Hold on. So this is a lesson for everybody on their level. Anything that you need to do that's going to lower the NKN of the child feeling you're my prince, you're my princess, you're amazing, you're smart, you're great. When you lower that NKN on a healthy child, you're lowering it temporarily. We could talk about that if it's smart, if it's not smart. On a damaged child, you're going over to a a patient in a hospital and you're ripping out the respirator and they're going in order to use that for something much more minor. You are the respirator. Mom and dad, you are the respirator. And your entire focus and job is to respirate. Respirating the air of, I like you, you're smart. And that's why when they come to you with an idea, they're going to have a hundred ideas over the next, whatever, year or two. And like I say, even if you say, great, 99% of them don't happen anyway. But if every time you say, heart attack, uh, and they say, what's the matter, dad? Did you just get a stroke? (laughs) Shower them with, wow, that's amazing. You could always go back the next day and say, you know, I was thinking about it, and I'm worried about this, this, and this. You could always go back to them. Your first response, beautiful idea. Have fun. Great idea. Because it's not a great idea. But if everything that they tell you, you say, uh, not a good idea, not a good idea, not a good idea, then they shut down. They don't share with you. And then they don't go out with you. And then you don't have a relationship. And then you can't save them. Like, you know how many TP families are going on vacation with their kid and putting light and life into their eyes? And out there, they can't do it with their kid because the kid's going to say, I'm not going with you. All you did in the last six months or a year or two or five is criticize me. Tell me I'm stupid. Tell me I'm bad. Tell me I'm hurting myself. Tell me I'm stupid. That makes me feel stupid. I'm not going with you. We're doing the opposite. Why? For a greater purpose. Comes the stupid, shallow people and they say, what? You have to teach them. (laughs) You think we don't want to teach them? How are they going to know? How are they going to know that meeting a stranger on the internet with a, without a face is not a... How are they going to know? They know this. How are they going to know Shabbos is beautiful? They grew up in a from house. How are they going to know? How are they going to know? This is busy with how are they going to know? So teach them. Go ahead, teach them. Come back to me a month later. No, they know? They know everything. They went to better schools than we did. They're struggling. They're suffering. No, you have to be strong and show them right from wrong. You did that already. Now you have to show them that I'm with you in your life. But then how are they going to get better? Shallow, stupid people who don't know the sugya and who are using wisdom, knowledge, and not experience. Using chachma, not bina. Using chachma, knowledge, but not bina, understanding. It's... Our kids feel connected to us, but the way that we connect is by saying, great idea. Wow, fantastic. I'll help you in any way that I can. Is it a good idea? No, not usually. No. Do we want to say this? No. We really want to say this is not a good idea, and I'll explain to you the 22 reasons why it's a bad idea. We can't afford to do that because we're doing surgery, and the surgery is baking into his or her nefesh that you are good, You're amazing. We're creating self-esteem. 
I think you're brilliant. You can always go back two days later, three days later, just thinking about it because they already have the medicine. And I just want to mention this and this thing you should think about, but you're so smart. Everything they come at you with, you return with words spoken and text of love and compliments. That's it. I want to go away for a weekend. What you're so lucky. Your friends are so lucky to have you. I wish I had friends like you growing up. I want to invest in the thing. Wow, I'll help you in any way I can. If you're tight on cash, you say, listen, I'm, I'm, I wish I had a, a million dollars to you, but I think you're great. I know you're going to be successful. Anybody who invests with you is the smartest guy in the world. It's not true. Probably not. That's your job, to believe in them, because you're building a future where it will be true. And now they don't believe in themselves. So everything they say, I, I'll tell you, I'm doing this 10 years, 12 years, 15 years already. And I always say, like, listen, you know, sometimes you can't say it. But the truth is, because of that, everybody always thinks that they're in the sometimes. I never really had a situation where that wasn't the right answer. So I don't want to say 100% of the time, because maybe there'll be a kid that comes up with something that um, I never heard of before. But you have to go by Rive. If you're not sure what to do, 99%, 95%, 90% for sure. It's not going to happen. And if it's going to happen, then we're going to do it anyway. Better you should be on the inside, undercover, being a part of making them feel good. And watching them recreate their lives because of your belief in them to becoming normal, which is what we want. And one day they'll have ideas that actually are good. Then you figure out how to make this worth work based on your understanding of, of your child, where they're up to.